0: Hello, this is Lauren Kalashek, managing director of Lloyd, Gossling Rochelle & Townsend. In celebration of Women's History Month, we wanted to highlight this episode of Listen In with Lloyd Gosling, which is an interview with our very own Georgia Crump. Georgia was the first woman shareholder at Lloyd Gosling and chair of the Energy and Utility Practice Group before she retired. Georgia talks about what being a woman lawyer has meant to her, the arc of her career, and the changes that she's seen over the years. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello. You are listening in with Lloyd Gosling. Lloyd Gosling, Rochelle & Townsend is a statewide practice with over 30 attorneys located in Austin, Texas, specializing in environmental, natural resources, energy regulation, litigation, and employment law. My name is Jamie Malden. I am a principal in the Energy and Utilities Practice Group. Today, we're going to be speaking with Georgia Crump, who is the Energy and Utility Practice Group Chair. Good afternoon, Mrs. Crump. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be discussing your career at Lloyd-Gosling.
1: My goodness. Um, Why
0: why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm Georgia Crump. I've been with Lloyd-Gosling coming up on 31 years, and that tenure there at Lloyd-Gosling is coming to a close here at the end of this month. I'm retiring and hope to go on to bigger and better things, but yeah, it's been a, a good run here at Lloyd Gosselink and it's nice to talk to you today.
0: Nice to talk to you too. Congratulations on your retirement. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy for you, but sad for me and the rest of us. <laughs> Let's go back 31 years ago. What led you to accept the position at Lloyd Gosselink?
1: Well, my first jobs out of law school were with cities. I was in the valley with the city of McAllen and the city of Edinburgh. And so I had a a love of municipal law and working with cities. I moved to Austin in 1984 and worked for another law firm for a few years, where I got to know some of the people that worked at Lloyd Gosling and started the firm and was talking to them about um, the work that Lloyd Gosling was doing. And it just sounded like A good place for me in terms of where my interests were with municipal law and knowing the folks, some of the folks there, the original people that started the firm, it just seemed like it would be a good fit to me. And turns out it was. So I was able to continue with my municipal law practice and then kind of expanded that a bit to get more involved in utilities and utility regulations by the cities. So it turned out to be a really good fit for me.
0: That's exciting. You stayed there 31 years.
1: Yeah. It's
0: almost unimaginable in this day and age.
1: Well, I know. And, you know, you think, well, that's a long time. But looking back, it's like, Why change? Because the firm was growing and expanding and there were just so many opportunities and I enjoyed the people I was working with so much that it became just like, well, this is my home and I don't feel like I ever need to move.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you didn't. What did you like best about your job?
1: I think what I liked best was the variety of things that I got to do. You and I, Jamie, we represent groups of cities as regulators. So we have a lot of Electric and gas rate cases. And although the accounting is sometimes not the most interesting thing uh, (laughs) about those hearings, it's new and it's interesting. And I worked on some uh, municipal wastewater treatment plant permitting. So I learned about the biology and what goes into the stream and making that wastewater process work. I worked on a lot of the transmission line cases with bringing in wind power from West Texas. So I got to know a lot of property owners all over the state and learned about their properties and what made them special. And it was the variety of things and the ability to always kind of stretch myself and get to do new things. And also, of course, the people there at, at Lloyd the, um the staff, which is amazing, and the management, which is also, I think, forward thinking and easy to work with. How do you think your job has changed? since you started? Well, you know, the firm's gotten bigger. I became a principal in, what year was that, 1998, perhaps? Involved in the management aspects of the firm. Technology has certainly changed. I amazed myself during this work-from-home period that I was actually able to do paperless practice, which my secretary, who worked for me for many years, would think that would be nigh unto impossible. <laughs> but, um that's been a major step or a major change in my practice in terms of, on a day-to-day basis, how things are different.
0: So you touched about on this a minute ago, but can you describe your career path at the firm
1: and what were your
0: highlights
1: during your tenure? Uh, well, I had practiced for a good number of years before I, I joined the firm. I had been licensed in 78 and joined the firm in 89. So I came on as an experienced associate. And during the course of, well, right before I started there, and then after I worked there, I had two children. <laughs> so I was working and, and raising two kids. Of course, I had a very supportive husband who, who helped me with all that. But I think one of the highlights was becoming a principal and a shareholder of the firm. Um, I was the first woman to do that. We now have many more principals, yourself included, and and women shareholders, so that, I think that was a big highlight and getting, uh, you know, recognized, I guess, by the the bar in terms of various speaking positions and and then becoming chair of the utility practice group. It's been an honor, I think, just to be associated with so many fine attorneys that we have at the firm and to be able to participate in the management and leadership of the firm has been a real highlight.
0: What are you most proud of? What are your biggest achievements?
1: I think professionally, it would be becoming a a shareholder at the firm when it was only just the guys sitting around the table. So, you know, I got to participate in that. I'm pleased with that. I would like to say I'm proud of that. And seeing how the firm has grown and how our utility practice group has grown and has developed what I think is a pretty good reputation around the state and also from a regional reputation as being very experienced and very good at at what we do. And I think I'm just really proud of the firm and of our practice group in particular.
0: Well, I I am too
1: um,
0: (laughs) proud to be a Lloyd Gosling, so I agree with everything you're saying. Do you have a best day on the job? Can you recall?
1: I think the best day would be any day in which I got a proposal for decision or an order in a case that we had had worked extremely hard on and trying. So those days were always the best days when we could do our happy dance down the hall because we'd gotten a good result and be able to call the client and tell them, with joy in our voices of what we've been able to, to help them with so there's other happy days but you know those are the ones that really kind of stand out in my mind
0: as you you know end your legal career do you have any words of wisdom that either a mentor gave to you or something that you want to pass on to future generations something that has really changed your career or the way you approach work
1: there have been several folks along the way that I would like to, I guess, pay tribute to, and one of those was a woman who I worked with at the former Clark Thomas firm, uh, Mary Jo Carroll. She liked to claim that she had argued more cases at the Texas Supreme Court than any other lawyer, and that she was one of the first uh, women attorneys west of the Mississippi <laughs> to be licensed in It was a pleasure and an honor to work with Mary Jo, and from her, I think what I learned the most was how to be a legal writer and how important it is to be a good, clear, succinct writer and to get to know your client very well, as well as you can, and to, you know, kind of damn the torpedoes full steam ahead in what you're trying to, to get done for your client. Another person that is also no longer with us was Riley Fletcher, who was the first general counsel of the Texas Municipal League. Back when I was a city attorney in Edinburgh and I was a legal staff of one and had essentially no help other than who I could call on the phone and ask questions, I would call Riley quite often. And he had memorized all the Texas statutes, chapter and verse, uh, could quote them on the phone to me. But I think what I most appreciated from him was the qualities that especially I needed at the time of being a city attorney where your client is an entity and you have many bosses that of that entity that are trying to get you to do what they want to do and to kind of keep uppermost in your mind who your client is and how best you can serve that client and kind of get this noise and this static out of your head and focus on the, the task at hand. Those two folks I, I knew in kind of my formative years as an attorney. And I think it struck me one day when I was sitting at a board meeting, I think, here at Lloyd Gosling, and looking around the table and, and looking at all of the folks that I was able to practice law with and how proud I was of each one of them and what they had done with their careers and how they were striving so hard to make the firm work and persevere and get through tough times and prosper, not only for our attorneys, but for our staff members who depend on us for their livelihoods. It's been a wealth of folks that I've worked with over the years that stand out in my mind the most.
0: So as you're transitioning out, how is the firm preparing for your transition
1: well, I've downloaded <laughs> lots of information and work, particularly to you, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> I think we've we've worked hard over the years in anticipating transitions. And we've had, you know, two of our founders and one of our very uh, longtime attorneys have retired, Robin Lloyd, Paul Gosselink, and Martin Rochelle. And knowing that no one lives forever or wants to practice law forever, we've been trying over the years to bring other attorneys in on client matters to to bring along new uh, young attorneys, help them grow in their practice and bring along more experienced persons such as yourself to get get everybody involved in client's work so that there's not a gap or a, a shock to the client when these transitions do take place. So yeah, I've been working on it over the last few months. And I think Folks are well positioned to take over. I know that you are and others in our practice group and and across the firm where we've been all working together. So hopefully it's a seamless transition to the client. I've had several phone calls with clients and they say, well, you know, we feel good about where we are and who's going to be doing our work next. So thanks very much. So hopefully it'll go well. I
0: anticipate that it will.
1: You're ready. I'm- I know you are. <laughs>
0: So since you started, can you speak to how the culture has changed or the differences you see practicing as a woman? I know you mentioned a minute ago being the first female shareholder and principal. Can you speak to that?
1: Well, you know, I've, I've seen, of course, more and more women in the field. I remember one of the first court hearings I had down in Edinburgh when I was city attorney down there. And I looked around the courtroom and I was the only woman in the in the room and I was really good friends with the judge. And he said, oh, you know, can I just call you by your first name? And I said, well, your honor, if you call every other attorney in this room by their first name, I don't care. So, you know, we went from something like that to where you go to a a hearing today or an administrative hearing at at SOA and the judge is a woman, the, the reporter is a woman, all the attorneys are women. And it's like, The professional staff are women. and So it's like you just don't think about it anymore because it's not unusual. We've had to deal with firm policies on family leave to help uh, young people as they're having children and raising those kids to work that in such a way so they're not disadvantaged in their careers by taking that time and that no one thinks That they should be. So there's been, I think, a mindset change that where, of course, you take that time and and you you take care of your family. Whereas in the past, you know, uh, the first firm I worked for didn't have any maternity leave or paternity leave. And if you wanted to have a family, then probably you shouldn't be in the firm. So I've seen a big change like that. And now, of course, you know, we're trying to be more inclusive in terms of making sure we give opportunities to all aspiring young attorneys and in terms of our inclusiveness and diversity efforts. So I think people are becoming just more aware of the value of doing that and the value both in our ability to serve our client and to uh, make sure that the firm stays relevant and can progress through the future in terms of having the personnel that we need do the work.
0: That's interesting. And, you know, personally, I'd like to say George has been my mentor since I've been at Lloyd Gosling and I feel honored to have worked with her and learned from her vast experience just in the practice of law and especially at Lloyd Gosling. So personally, I'm sad you're leaving, but I'm very happy for you. And I feel like I've learned a lot from you and hopefully, Everyone else at Lloyd Gosling and all the other attorneys you worked with over your long career have also learned from you.
1: So, Well, oh, thank you. I, th- I think it's a constant learning from each other and it's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, before you go, tell us about your new adventures. What are you going to be doing now that you're not going to be working eight to nine hours a day?
1: Well, I hope to, as soon as I can, get the vaccine <laughs> so I can get out and about. I hope to travel. My granddaughter and her entourage have been living with us for a few months because of COVID-related things. So that's fun. And I know that I'll be uh, taking on more of helping out with childcare while my daughter and son-in-law are working. But you know, I think in the long term, I want to take some time to, to really figure out what I enjoy doing and have the time to do that. And I think for the first, oh, I don't know, few months, I just may do nothing. I don't know. But I particularly want to do road trips and travel some more to Europe and other parts of the world with my husband and get out there while I can and while I'm still healthy and able to uh, move around. Well, it's exciting. Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) All right. Do you have any parting
1: thoughts? I think it's been a great career. I'm glad I chose a legal career. I had one lawyer in my family that I knew. who was a appellate court judge up there in Texarkana. So I kind of enjoyed watching what he was doing. And I'm glad I chose law. It's been good to me, been good to my family. And I'm glad I chose to spend the time I did there at Lloyd Gosling because I think that the firm is extremely well managed. It's a well-populated persons such as yourself who are just a pleasure to work with, and um, I hope and expect to hear great things about about what Lloyd Gosling does in the future, and what you, Jamie, do. And just appreciate the time that I had there, and hope that everything goes swimmingly and extremely well in years to come.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you,
1: thank you, Jamie. If you would like more information about what you've
0: heard today, please visit lglawfirm.com. You can also find us at Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views nor are they endorsed by Lloyd Gosling Law Firm. None of this content should be considered legal advice as one should always consult a lawyer. This podcast is not intended for commercial purposes and is made available at no cost. Music for the podcast is from album Jazz U and is titled By the Coast, 2004-2007 by Anthony Brazikoff. Licensed under the attribution non-commercial share-alike license is available on Free Music Archive. To learn more, visit by clicking the link in today's summary.